So here we go. Welcome back. Good evening. We're getting back together for a uh, another another amazing challenge. And I was asked to mention this actually. The challenge this week. I was asked to mention this week's challenge. Thursday night challenge. Normally, we have our very own uh, three-time blue ribbon winner, um, Rabbi Aronson, who with his blue ribbon challenge. Normally, that's what we have Thursday night. This week, we have a very own Rabbi Moskowitz. Um, he's the Baal Chalant. This week, um, I was asked to mention that. So I, I, I generally, unless when, when, I, when I'm given reasonable requests, I try to, I try to, uh, I try to uh, cooperate. It wasn't, it wasn't anything really too unreasonable about that. Anyway, anyway, it's an amazing challenge, and uh, let's settle down in our. Armchairs over here with our bowls of chalent, and we got our Samuel Adams Summer Ale Citrus Wheat Ale. We're not going to get through the shail again. The shahakal, Rabbi, is a cup of Dr. Pepper and a cup of beer. What do you make the shahakal on? The Dr. Pepper of the beer. Assuming you like the Dr. Pepper better, but the beer is the Shiva's Aminim. We're not going to just throw that out there for our, our uh, WhatsApp oilam. You guys see how you uh, adjudicate such a shiloh. But uh, we're going to plunge right into the parsha at this point. And here in the States, we have a doubleheader this week. Here in the States, we have Chukas Bolok this week. <laughs> Our Achenu, um, B'nai Yisrael, B'nai Eretz Yisrael have a single parsha. They only have Bolok. So this is the week that we are getting back in sync. Uh, the B'nai Chutzlars and the B'nai Eretz Yisrael, we're catching up to them. We're, we're throwing another parsha into the, into the works. Chukas Bolok. And this is the week where we are, uh, you know, we've been out of sync since Shavuos. We're going to be catching up to them and, and uh, side by side moving forward. Um, till now, we have been a Parsha behind, not just every Shabbos nor a Torah, but every Thursday night in the Chumash and Shalom show, we've been a Parsha behind. And I think I just out of respect and, and um, they deserve a little bit of a, of a, uh, a um, consolation prize over here. The, the, our, our brethren, our constituents in Eretz that they're, they're in WhatsApp land, who have, who have had to hear thus far the parsha the pre- previous week till now. I think this week what we're going to do um, is uh, try to get, make a shovel of nefesh. We're going to talk about Balak. Balak. Okay, we're going to we're going to skip to Balak. It's Chukas Balak, so that that kind of works for everybody. It works for us here in Summerton because we're doing Chukas and Balak. So Balak is one of the one of the uh, parshas in the double header. And in Eretz they're doing Balak, and that way we'll all be um, united in the Chumash and Shalansher. So after that, all that has been said and done, so we gave a number of introductions this evening. We talked about uh, the Shaila and Hilchas Brachas. You make, if you like Dr. Pepper better than beer, you make the shackle on the Dr. Pepper, you make the shackle on the beer. We're going to leave that op- open for the Oilam. We talked about it's a double header over here in the Chutzla Arts, and in Eretz is only Balak, so we're going to be doing Balak, so that way everybody can be involved tonight. And we even talked about the fact that Rabbi Moskowitz made the chant this week and not Rabbi Aronson. Without further ado, Rabbi said, let's, you know, um, try to leave some room for the Parsha stuff. So, Parsha's Balak. Parsha's Balak. <coughs> let's, let's take note of something very interesting. Something very interesting that's there twice in the first two Psukim. It's there once in the first Pasuk. It's there once in the second Pasuk, which makes it there twice in the first two Psukim. Something that we would so take for granted and so not realize, but when we stop and slow down, and dwell and shtel, we it bites us on the nose 
like like a piranha, like a piranha. Let's see. Let's read the first two pesukim of Balak all together. Zok the Eilu Gitayra, Vayar Balak Ben Sipor, Eis Kol Asheri Also Yisrael Lemoiri. So Balak had the Gezein. Balak saw everything. All these terrifying, terrifying. Um, Campaigns that Kleistral has been waging over here, um, their 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 war of terror. Kleistral has been rampaging and raging their way through the lands of Aver Hayarda and Transjordan, the Amirim, getting closer and closer and closer to Eretz where Balak is. You know, he's right there. He's right next to Eretz They're getting closer and closer to Balak's <coughs> turf. Next pasuk. Moy was terrified of this nation, this, this terrifying nation, and so terrified to the point that they were repulsed. They couldn't even look at Kalei they couldn't think about Kalei because their, their terror came to the point that were re- revulsed and repulsed. Okay, so I have to correct something that I said. I said it twice in the first two episodes. It was three times everybody said in the first two episodes. Something very interesting. If we slow down and, 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 and zoom in, Something extremely interesting that's there three times in the first two pesukim. Everybody knows the story. They're a famous story. One of the most, most famous stories in the whole Torah. And I probably mentioned this in the past that I still remember. I had a chabrusa in the mirror. We learned first seder by Rav Asher Arieli. And this chabrusa one day remarked to me. He said, you know, Balak would make a great movie. And I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. This Balak is, is, is full of such drama. You have Aaronson is smiling over there. Our filmographer is our, our director. Um... It's so it's packed with 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 so much so much is going on you know from beginning to end and it begins with this fellow called Balak and that's the parsha's named after him and Balak we're told it was not quite as bad as Bilam Bilam really had it after the and he hated the Jews he wanted to squash and destroy them Balak is acting more in self defense but he still also he wants to squash and eliminate the Eden if that's what it takes that's what it takes to save his own skin. So Balak is very scared, and, and he has good reason to be scared because this is coming right off of the heels of Chukas, Chukas, which we again here in Summerton will be reading this week as well. The end of Chukas, Klaisro Mamish decimates, and the Amirim he decimates Sichon and Oig, Klaisro destroys and decimates them. And Balak decides he got to do something about this. So whom does he hire? He hires Bilam the sorcerer to perform sorcery to come and 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 cook up one of his good curses. And destroy the Jews. So, when we break that down into the mathematics, Shabbat, we have a party that Balak is terrified of, and therefore a party that Balak wants to take on, challenge, wage war against, and destroy. And the parties are one and the same, right? Who is Balak terrified of? We know he's terrified of Bnei Israel. And who does he want to destroy? Who does he want to take on? He wants to take on Bnei Israel. Haloy Dabrhu, that this is emphasized so heavily in the first two psukim. This, in fact, whom he has it out against, whom he's terrified of, and whom he wants to take down, as a result, is emphasized three times. Let's read the psukim again. Bayar Balak Ben Sipor Eis Kolasher Also Yisrael Amiri. Balak saw everything that Kla Yisrael did to the Amirim. 
Moiv was terrified of the nation. Moiv was revulsed and repulsed by Klai Three times in the first Tupsukim you have Klai being mentioned. Emphasized. Now, at this point everyone would stop and in confusion and ask me, well, why is that, why is that so noteworthy? I mean, that's the story. You want to take that out? You want to take that out? Isn't, isn't that the whole story? The Balak is terrified of the Yidden. You saw what the Yidden did. And he wants to take on the Yidden. That's the whole story, right? It's Lakufa, it's right? Don't you need it? Tzrichalei. You need it You need it for the story itself? So Rabbi said that there's something wrong over here. Balak is actually missing something fundamental. And the Torah is actually coming to point out in such a beautiful way when we slow things down and we look at it again, Torah is coming to point out to us that Balak missed out on something fundamental. Fundamental. What did Balak miss out on? He missed the boat. He missed the Aleph base. Kleistral, indeed, they destroyed Sichon and, and, and Oig. But did Kleistral literally did it, do it? Hashem did it. Did Klai Yisrael go wage a war of terror on the Amorim? <clears throat> the Rebbeinshim did it. The Rebbeinshim did it. It was a miraculous victory. Anyone that was there, got reports from anyone that was watching, it was a miraculous victory. I mean, there's no way they should have been able to defeat Sichon and Oig, right? It was the Rebbeinshim. And if I, indeed, am interested in, let's say, <clears throat> taking on, if I'm interested in taking on um, <clears throat> Klai Yisrael, I have to be prepared to really take on whom? The Rebbeinah Shalalim. If you want to make a war against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you got you to realize you have to go all the way to the top. You have to go all the way to the top. If you are interested in, 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 in making a Melchama with the Yidin, you're, you're not really making a Melchama with the Yidin, you're making a Melchama with the Rebbeinah Shalalim. That's obvious. Obvious and you know, some of the guys indeed knew this. Who knew this? Amalek. Amalek knows this. Amalek knows that they're fighting God. They don't think they're fighting the Yid. They think they're fighting God. Rashi brings down that they would take their Arlos and the Zerich them clap Malo, right? Rashi brings this down. What, that, that, what Chazal is saying is that they were being Baruch They were waging a war against the Rebunshim. They knew they were taking on God. They were happy to take on God. They held that they had the places to take on God. But they knew that they weren't fighting Jews, they were fighting the Rebbeinah Shalalim. Amalek knew that. Balak is missing something here. Let's read it again. And the Torah is so clear in, 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 in stressing this that the point is emphatically made that Balak really missed something. Vayar Balak ben Sibur eis kol Yisrael Amari. Yisrael? Yisrael Amari? Yisrael? Klaiz didn't do anything. It was Sichon and Oig. The very opening Pazik of Balak is is already telegraphing that something is off over here. Balak is making a grave error. Vayagar Mayev Mipnei Ha'am. Mayev is terrified from the Am, from Klai Yisrael. They're terrified of Klai Yisrael. Terrified of Klai Yisrael. Who was Klai Yisrael? It's the Rebbeinu Shalom. Ma'od Kirav Hu. Okay, four, maybe four places in the first three Pesukim. And first two Pesukim, not three. Four. Vayagar Mayev Mipnei Ha'am Kirav Hu. They're terrified from Klai Yisrael because Klai Yisrael is enormous, is great, is huge, is vast. They were revulsed. They were revulsed and repulsed over here by Klal Yisrael. So we have no fewer. Okay, I'm going to again modify what I said. I went from two to three. Now we're going to go from three to four. It's really there four times. 
Four times, no fewer than four times, Balak seems to have the wrong party there in the crosshairs. He's got the wrong party in the sights. He's terrified of Klai Yisrael, that's the wrong party to be terrified of. And he wants to make a Muhammad with Klai Yisrael, that's the wrong party to make, make a Muhammad with. It wasn't Klai Yisrael, it was the Rebbein Shalalem, and you want to start up with, with someone, you got to start up with the Rebbein Shalalem. Haloi Dabru, something is going on over here. The Torah is indeed clearly sharing something with us. But the question is what? He's making a toast. He's making a mistake. He made some kind of mistake. What was his mistake? And, 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 and was he like an imbecile? Is that the Pshan Balak? You know, he is someone, he had the, you know, uh, he, was, he thought he had the thought process of a kindergartner. Right? The kindergartner, we can hear making such a mistake that, that that's not, that, that Hashem didn't do it. I mean, kindergartners, kindergartners are, already know, they're instructed to say it's Hashem, right? So, Chavez, a preschooler, an imbecile, a guy with a very low IQ, an unsophisticated thinker. Is that really who Balak was? He was just a shallow person, he was unsophisticated, and he believes it's Kleisro that's defeating, and not God. He, de- he believes that it's Kleisro that he has to defeat, not God. It can't be, right? We know by now that the figures in Tanakh are sophisticated, for much, further, much, much more sophisticated than we are. They are clear thinkers, they were deep thinkers. They may have been Rishayim, they may have been bums, they may have been big bums, um, but they weren't dumb people. They were definitely not dumb people. So what the Torah is, telling, is, 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 is signaling something to us, the, the, the Balak was off somewhere. The question is, where was he off? He definitely believes in the Rebbein Shalalim. He believes in the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So, at the end of the parasha, what? At the end of the parasha, he made them, he made them, he tried to make them, that Shem be angry at them, so he understood that they were successful. Right, very good, excellent, excellent. As he definitely has, there is a place where he seems to be a Maimon. Um, so what was the toast that he was making over here? It's clear from the Torah. The Torah wants us to make it, again, it's so, so Zeus, when you see this, like jump out, Mamish, I think the Elam understands why he said like a piranha. Is Mamish like a piranha? His teeth hooked into our noses right now. Hooked into Chaim Avner's nose right now. He's piranhas, not letting go. The Torah wants, is, is Mamish just like like throwing this at us, this idea, this this, this mistake that, 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 that Balak is making don't, don't, don't take it personally. It's not just you. It's everyone. It's everyone. Um, the mis- mistake that, that uh, Balak is making again and again and again. Before we move forward, I want to move sideways. And I want to point that Balak is not the first one that seemed to have been a little confused about who he puts in the crosshairs, who he sets his sights against. Balak's not the first one who, who do this, who, who, who had an issue with Kla Yisrael, and whom the Torah... <coughs> Made a made a point of saying like had had it after Klai Yisrael, and and was was terrified by Klai Yisrael, and had an issue with Klai Yisrael and had a bone to pick with Klai Yisrael. Where's the first place we find this? And I believe the, the previous place is one other person, who made the same mistake. Paro, excellent. Let's see that all together inside, the beginning of Shemais. The very beginning of Shemais, that's right, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Ches, let's see it all together, page 151 in the Chumash that I'm the only one, oh, you have that one too? Page 151, the Stein edition, I don't know where it is, it's the stone actually, the stone edition, not bad, stone Stein edition, right? <coughs> so, so it says like this, beginning of Shemais, Pasuk Ches. 
So a new king arose over Mitzrayim that did not know Yosef. So he said to his nation, Hine, behold, I'm B'nai Yisrael, Rav V'Atzimimenu. Kalal Yisrael is huge. Kalal Yisrael is vast. Kalal Yisrael is much bigger than us. Kalal Yisrael. Havan is Chak Let's figure out a plan. Let's act smart. Kalal Yisrael. Let's, let's, let's suppress Kalal Yisrael. Subdue Kalal Yisrael. Pen Yirba. Let's Kalal Yisrael get out of control. Vayi Kisugenu Mucham of Neisav Gamu Asaynenu V'Nilchan Banu V'Olamino Aretz. Same thing. We're terrified of Klai Yisrael, and a few psukim later, Vayakutsu Mipnei Bnei Yisrael. The parallel is, is, is black and white. Vayakutsu Mipnei Bnei Yisrael. They were repulsed by Klai Yisrael. Vayakas Mipmoyev Mipnei Bnei Yisrael. They're both making the same mistake. Paroi and, and, and Balak are, are, are getting nervous about Klai Yisrael, and, and the revelation is left out of it. They're terrified of Klai Yisrael, not the Rebbeinu who is clearly the one standing behind Klai Yisrael, and they're ter- and, and and they're repulsed by Klai Yisrael, not the Rebbeinu and they have a, a, a bone to pick with Klai Yisrael, not the Rebbeinu Shalom. Haloy Dabrhu. So we not only see this by Balak, we see a pattern emerging. We see the same exact thing by Parai. So what's going on? The new king didn't know Hashem. The old king knew Hashem. The new king doesn't know Hashem. Say. Anyways, the machlegs, right? Those are machlegs. So it means the new king, right? But you know the new king um, has access to all the the records, and files. And, well, he said he didn't know what Right. Okay. That, that's another question, wasn't he? he? Doesn't know what Hashem is. He doesn't know what Hashem is. So Machon is making a point. Maybe we'll we'll get back to this soon. Um, Pyro and Bullock are are talking in similar talking in similar terms and saying similar things in that. They're, they're bothered by Klai Yisrael and not Hashem. So what's going on? What? The sinner for for Klai Yisrael is making them unable to yeah to look to look at them. Balak, Dula. Yeah. So anyway. Um, <clears throat> this is the question over here. Is is um, what do we make of this? What do we make of this? So Rabbi says like this, like this. They're each making a mistake, a slightly different one in Lumbus, but the common denominator between the mistakes that they're both making, Paro and Balak, leads them to the same place of erroneously thinking that they have something with Klai Yisrael, they have, indeed have an issue with Klai Yisrael, a bone to pick with Klai Yisrael, and Hashem is removed from the picture. Each of them is removing Klai Yisrael from the, from the Rebbein Shalom from the picture, each of them, but for slightly different reasons, which we're going to explore and discover tonight. Power to say this briefly, Power is making a mistake, and that mistake, that mistake, um, results in him removing the Rebbein Shalom from the picture. But what's Paris' mistake? So that that is a tip of a much greater and larger iceberg that we may have chipped away at in, in previous um, Shemais Chumash and Shalom programs, where we had Rabbi Aronson's Shalom, presumably, not Rabbi Moskowitz's Shalom. Um, I wasn't asked to say that. But it's a much larger iceberg that we can't <laughs> go through right now. But it does have to do with the question that Menachem just raised earlier, which is that Paro said, Mi Hashem Hashem Eshma Who is this guy that I should listen to him? 
And which is also ridiculous. I mean, what does that mean? Pirate doesn't believe in God. Pirate doesn't believe that the God of Elokeivrim. He believes he believes in the whole pantheon of gods. So like, why can't why can't Elokeivrim be there in your pantheon, right? Let him be there too. Let him make a picture of the Rebbeinu somehow. So we've said in the past, and again, this is a much bigger and larger discussion. It's probably out there um, in the in the uh, what SoundCloud? Yes, the SoundCloud. I was going to say it's in the um, what? The ether? No, I was what was the the um, no, the what? What up, Ravi? Yeah. WhatsApp plan. WhatsApp plan is definitely not. In, um, um, archives. Thank you. That's what I was worried about. Archives. The archives. The archives. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, so uh, the 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 just say briefly. The the, the 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 tip of that iceberg um, is as follows. So Pyrus says me Hashem Asher Eshma He says me Yudkei Vavke Asher Eshma The lashon that he uses over there, the name of Hashem that he mentions is Havaya. Me Havaya Asher Eshma You can look it up. That's what he says. It was the Havaya that he denied. The shame Havaya Elokim he believed in Elokei Ivrim. That's Moshe and Aaron come in the name of Elokei initially. Elokim, he's okay with. Havaya, he is not good with. He denies Havaya. And to say that again briefly, what we said in the past is Elokim is the term for the Rebbein Shem when HaKadosh Baruch Hu works within Teva, works with rules. Rebbein Shem working with the rules. Hashem makes rules, Hashem works with those rules. Mida Kanegad Mida is a rule. Scharn Einish is a rule. Action and consequence; these are all rules, and that's Elokim. Elokim is a, a Hashem of, of parameters, of laws, rules, and regulations. This power is good with. The power understands me to kind of give me to understands me warrant punishment. He, he can exploit that. He thinks he can, you know, he can use that to his advantage. Havaya is Akadosh Baruch Hu's Hoya Hoya Hashem is beyond everything, outside of everything, not bound by anything. Hashem breaks the rules when he wants. He makes the rules, but he can also break the rules. He's not banned by rules. That's what power denied. Power said, no, no, no. The Russian doesn't break rules. And as such, as such, he held that he can deal directly with Klai Yisrael and take God out of the picture. When I believe the Rebbein Shalom is bound by Elohim, he's bound by rules, then I can separate Klai Yisrael from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and I can deal directly with, 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 with Klai Yisrael because I know those rules, I can beat God at his own game, and I have Klai Yisrael in the crosshairs. I can remove Klai Yisrael from the Rebbein Shalom. That's what Pyro did. That's what Pyro did. Amazing. Half of a fella. It's right there in Parsha Shemais. Hoven is Chak Moloi. I'm B'nai Yisrael, Rabbi Otsumi Menu. Vayakudzim B'nai B'nai Yisrael. What Pyro succeeded in doing, and he gave this over to Mitzrayim, is he removed Klai Yisrael from HaKadosh Baruch. He removed HaKadosh Baruch from Klai Yisrael. That's it. We separate the man. And he did that by denying Havayim. There's only Elohim. And this is the God of rules, and I know the rules. I can beat Hashem at his own game. I, 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 I can exploit those rules. Balak is doing the same thing, but with, 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 with a different approach, a different angle. Balak is also doing the same thing of what? Separating Kleisol Ephraim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, removing the Rebbeinah Shalalem from the Eden, and being able to treat the Eden on their own, work with the Eden on their own, on their own uh, um, make 
make milchama with the yin on their own, divested, removed, and separated out from Hakadosh Baruch But what's his mistake? He's making a slightly different mistake. And the mistake of Balak shows up in the mistake of of Bilam. The mistake of Balak shows up in the mistake of, of Bilam. They have the same thinking, the same attitude, and from one you can extrapolate to the other. Balak and Bilam are in this together. And Balak and Bilam um, are both cut from the same cloth in this expression that they both believe that you can take Dan Kleiser, you can punish the Yidden. And, and you, you can, we can wreck them and we can destroy them. And it's really them we have to be afraid of and not the Rebbein Yishalem. What, what's their mistake? What's their ta'us? Their ta'us is that there is a God, sure, that's not their mistake. There is a Rebbein Yishalem. However, however, it's possible, they hold, it's possible for this world to exist without Klai Yisrael. Even if you'll tell me, you know, the Rebbeinu Shalalim has a, a preference for the Yidin, seems to like them, seems to show them favorable treatment, Okay, that might be right now. That might be right now. But there's been other times and other places and other points in history where there's been favoritism shown to other nations, right? Nimrod was doing pretty well for a while. That's clearly Hashem showing him favoritism. Mitzrayim had its day. There was a point in time where Mitzrayim was uh, apparently being shown favoritism by God. And maybe right now Klai Yisrael is, is um, showing some, being shown some preferential treatment. That might be, but at the end of the day, the end of the day, Klai Yisrael in their mind, in their eyes, and in their perception is equated with every other nation. They're equated with every other nation. We're Nachan Uma. We're another nation. We're just another nation that walks the earth. <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're having a good day. We're having a good week. We're having a good year right now. We, ha- we scored a lot of victories. Um, but ultimately, there's nothing inherently different about the yin than any other ummah. There's nothing inherently different. Everybody understand? This is Bullock's mistake, this is Bilam's mistake. There's nothing inherently different. As we would say, as they say in Eretz there's no, like, protexia. I think they said in Russia also, right? There's a Russian word, if there ever was one, right? There's no protexia that the yin have any more than any other nation. Lots of nations come and go. Lots of nations rise and fall. The Kleist is just another one of those. Right now, Right now there is, that's right. Right now they're, they're, they're rising. Right now they're rising. And when they're rising, we need to call out secret weapons. Menachem's right, they're rising. But if they're rising and there's something special and unique about them, nothing to do about it, right? To stay far away. But if they're rising and there's nothing unique about them, it just happens to be that they're rising, that means they have good mazel right now. So we have to call in the secret weapons. Who are the secret weapons who can take down someone whose mazel is rising? Bilam, Bilam the sorcerer. Bilam knows how to tamper with Mazel. Bilam knows how to monkey around with with um, with Mazelus, with your fortune. That's why they summoned Bilam. The mistake of Balak and Bilam is that there's nothing inherently different about Klai Yisrael than any other Ummah. And Klai Yisrael is doing their thing, and their stars are rising. 
but it doesn't represent, reflect at all a interest on the part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. It doesn't represent HaKadosh Baruch Hu's interests. It represents the interests of Klai Yisrael, the Ratzin of Klai Yisrael, who Grada happen to be on the rise right now. They Grada happen to be gathering strength, but doesn't represent or reflect any latent divine plan or divine interest. It's Klai Yisrael that happens to be, you know, on the rise. But it's Klai Yisrael's interests, Klai Yisrael's thing, and we can take them down. There's nothing inherently different, inherently special about Klai Yisrael. If that's their histaclus, if that's their take, then it's a completely different perception, and it's a completely different statement. It, it, it is what? Kalal Yisrael, who are doing their thing, Kalal Yisrael who are on the rise, and Kalal Yisrael that have to be taken down, nothing to do with God. Nothing to do with God. It's Kalal Yisrael's thing. And the opening statements of the parsha now make perfect sense. They make so, so such clear and perfect sense what 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 Balak is saying, what Balak is saying. Vayar Balak ben Tzipor is called Asher also Yisrael Amari. Balak sees what Klai is doing. This is Klai Yisrael's geschäft. This is Klai Yisrael's uh, business. Is Klai Yisrael's party? Yeah, they have they have protect. They, they, I'm sorry, they they're on the rise right now in the heavens. But this is all Klai Yisrael stuff, and therefore I'm terrified of Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is quite powerful right now. Klaisrael has a lot of power. I have to. I'm, I'm terrified of Klaisrael. I'm disgusted by Klaisrael. I have to take down Klaisrael. And if I know how to do that, I don't have to be afraid of the Rebbeinu Shalaylam, because if I, I, I know how the system works and I can find someone who can mess around with the heavens, mess around with 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 with, with the Mazalus, that's it. I can make Klaisrael plummet and fall. This doesn't reflect or represent any inherent interest that the Rebbeinu Shalaylam has over here. There's no interest from HaKadosh Baruch Hu in what's going on. And again, Balak and Bilam have stripped God away from HaKadosh Baruch from, from the Jews, have stripped the Rebbeinu Shalom away from the Yidin, and now Klai Yisrael stands alone. Each of them made their own mistake, a, a different mistake, but it yielded the same results, and you have an Ummah, a nation, Klai Yisrael, separated from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's nothing inherently um, godly about this nation and what they're doing. Power's mistake again is you can beat Hashem in his own game, you can beat the rules, and 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 therefore he only sees Klaisrol, he takes Hashem out of the picture. Balak and Billah's mistake is there's nothing inherently special about Klaisrol. Said differently, let's say it the way I said it originally, the world can exist without Klaisrol. The world can go on and march along without Klaisrol. There's a lot of Umais, right? So many of them have come and gone, have risen and fallen. And this empire had its heyday and collapsed. The world goes on. This empire has its moment and disappears. The world goes on. Kleisel had their moment. They can collapse and the world will go on. The world will go on. This is how Balak and Bilam see things. And therefore, they don't mention God at all because nothing to do with God. God has no inherent interest over here. It's the interest of, of, of Kleisel. Yes. Just on the country goes, why is the world on the center? Why is so scared? Well, it's major because right now they're a major empire. They're on the rise. Well, like in the meantime, they're gonna gobble us up, right? Before they go, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're the ones that are gonna be the collateral damage, right? I mean, it's very nice for the historians, right? The historians will say what you're saying. Thousands of years later, well, very nice. Well, you know, Moyev, calm down, Moyev. The Kleisel is also gonna fade away. The Moyev's gonna say, but in the meantime, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be their lunch, right? They're gonna make me into chopped liver. 
making the sushi. Sushi, not sushi. Nobody likes sushi. They're going to make me into chalets. Right? That's what they're going to say. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, this is the mistake of Balak and Bilam. This is the mistake that Balak and Bilam are making over here. Please, no, no, don't take that personally. I didn't mean to insult you, Yosef. I didn't mean to insult anyone. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I love everyone, even people that eat um, things that are not fit for human consumption. I manage to love everybody. But anyway, so Balak, Balak and Bilam are, are, are making the same mistake that Paro made and, and that produces a statement, such a crazy statement, but if, if you think about it, but what they're saying is re- reflective and indicative of, of seeing a nation that's separated from God. This being said, let's see how everything flips over in, in, in the second act over here. In the second act, we see how everything Mamish reverses itself. What was Bilam? What was Bilam forced to say? What was Bilam forced to say, Rabbi Say? Let's see this all together. Amazing, amazing. Bilam was forced to say the following. Um, Perek Chav Gimel Pasik Chav Beis Chav Gimel Chav Beis. Chapter 23, verse 22. Got it there, Nachum Simcha? Kel, Maitzim Mitzrayim, is one of the brachas that Bilam is forced to give, the Yidin. Kel, Maitzim Mitzrayim, Hashem has taken them out of Egypt. Kesayaf Esra'im Loi, with triumph like, like the horns of the great Re'im, like the horns of the Re'im with, with the triumph. Hashem triumphantly took them out of Egypt. We read the Pasuk more carefully in light of what we said so far. What's he really saying? What's, what, how do you... The length of the Pasuk, what? Kale might see on me Mitzrayim, right? That's how you have to read the Pasuk. They didn't just leave. Kale, the Rebbeinu took the man of Mitzrayim. Rebbeinu has an interest in this. The Rebbeinu It's his Geshevt. He's taking them out. They didn't do anything. He has a vested interest over here. There is something inherently unique and special about Kleisel that separates them out from every Uma, and you can't touch them. Kale might see Mitzrayim. That's not just how I'm reading it. That's how Rashi reads it. Look at Rashi. Kale might see Mitzrayim. You're saying, Bolak, that that stam episanation, a nation left Mitzrayim, episanation, they didn't leave on their own, took them out. He was forced to admit his own error and to back down from his own misperception and misconception over here. No, this is not a nation's grata on the rise. This is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's own interest in the Rebbeinu Shalom's Geshevt. And this was the mistake that they made. A, that there's nothing inherently unique about Kalaisrom. B, the world can exist without Kalaisrom. And what the Rebbeinu shows Balaam and Bilak is that what? what Bilam again has to say this uh, uh, several times. He says, um, um, Heinam levalad yishkoin. This is a nation that dwells alone. They're a nation that dwells alone. That means the world cannot exist without them. Bilam was forced to say that. He was forced to back down from his mistake. The world can exist without many, many nations. All the nations. But without Kleisel, the world cannot exist. We're talking about this a little bit now in the morning with Netzach Yisrael, with the Maral. That's right. The, the world needs Kleisel. Kleisel is the destiny of the world. The world cannot exist without us. Bilam was forced to admit this, that we dwell alone. That means there's something unique about us. The world cannot exist without us. There's no way to take us out. There's no way to take us down. And finally, there's famous Gemara in Gittin, where Unclus Hager is contemplating converting, 
the first person he summons from the dead to consult with, should he become part of the Jewish nation, is whom? Dilam Harasha. And 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 um, he asks Bilam about the Yidin, and Bilam tells Bilam is forced to tell him this is Bilam's fate for eternity. The Mita Kenegamita over here is Bilam argued that there's nothing unique about the Yidin, nothing inherently different about them, nothing special about them. Bilam is forced to admit to Unklus, Loisidra Shalomim, he says. Kleisro occupies in the afterlife, in eternity, in, in the realm of spirituality, a unique place. They're untouchable, they're unbeatable, they're un, 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 unstoppable. This is Bilam is the one who summoned, Bilam is the one who's forced to say this, is Bilam is given, is, is, is given that clarity, clarity in a way that he didn't have, you know, in a non-prophetic state, in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a conscious state, and this is what Bilam is forced to say over there in Masech Gittin. So this is the mistake of Paro and Balak and, and Bilam, each coming from their own place, but the mistake that they all made was separating Klai Yisrael from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Rabbi Yisai. We are inseparable from the Rebbein Shalaylam. So reassuring, so empowering, so beautiful for us to hear that. And there's never a time or a place where a person who is a member of Klai Yisrael is ever really removed and divested from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even if it seems that times are unclear and times are are uh, are, are murky and, and dark and, and where is HaKadosh Baruch Hu? There's never a point in time that the Rebbeinah is not there. is the same Hashkacha Pratis. Whether there's Hester Panim or Ha'aris Panim is the same Hashkacha Pratis, the same Inseparability, inseparable, inseparableness, inseparable, inseparability. That's right. Between Klaisro and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the mistake of Balak and Bilam, the mistake of Paro, is our greatest, our greatest asset and and our, our greatest pride. That wherever we go, the Rebbeinu Shalom is is right there with us as individuals, with us as an Ummah. We should have a wonderful, amazing half of the Keshavus. Shabbat Shalom and Mavayrach, thank you all for joining.